Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. Welcome to The Daily Walk. It's Tuesday, May 8, and I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Let's start with prayer. Go ahead, Japheth. Heavenly Father, it's just good again uh, this morning to be able to connect with you. I ask, Lord, as we read this passage of Scripture again, that your Spirit leads us into a place of uh, challenge, a place of application, uh, a place of transformation. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're reading again Romans 1, 1 through 7, this time from the message paraphrase. Um, which I love. Do you remember how we used to read it in England like 20 years ago and there was a bit about Joseph having a shower and a shave? Yeah. Eugene Eugene Peterson is one of the... uh, Is that who... Yes. It's it's an actual person. Yeah, it's an actual person, yeah. I never think of there being a person's name on a Bible. (laughs) Eugene Peterson, huh? Yeah, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. No, I like it. It's, you know, written in kind of contemporary language. People showering, people shaving, people, who knows? Running around. All kinds of things. Let's see what Paul's doing here. I, Paul, am a devoted slave of Jesus Christ on assignment, authorized as an apostle to proclaim God's words and acts. I write this letter to all the believers in Rome, God's friends. The sacred writings contain preliminary reports by the prophets on God's Son. His descent from David roots him in history. His unique identity as Son of God was shown by the Spirit when Jesus was raised from the dead, setting him apart as the Messiah, our Master. Through him we received both the generous gift of his life and the urgent task of passing it on to others who receive it by entering into obedient trust in Jesus. You are who you are through this gift and call of Jesus Christ. And I greet you now with all the generosity of God our Father and our Master Jesus, the Messiah. Well, it's a good passage and it's a good uh, rendition as well. I enjoy that. Um, Here's the recalibrate question for today. What part of your story with Jesus would you find the easiest to share? What part of your story with Jesus would you find the easiest to share? Okay, I have a clarifying question. Okay. Is our story with Jesus different from our story? Well, hopefully it shouldn't be, but there are some who don't see Jesus necessarily as part okay, of the story. But, but here's, yeah. here's what I mean. Yeah, go on. You don't want to be one of those people where <laughs> everything you say, you have to somehow bring religion into it. Oh, really? Like, why, why well, I, I don't like it when people do that. Like, I was at the gas station and, praise God, there was plenty of unleaded or, I don't know, or <laughs> praise was be it, to was Jesus. It, was there a shortage of unleaded? Is I don't that know. Was? Okay. That was, it was maybe a bad example, <laughs> okay, but yeah. I have known people who every single thing that they say, no matter how mundane or whatever, they feel, I don't know. No, I don't know what they feel. Do you, um, think, do you think that trivializes? I guess, no, what I'm saying is, I don't know what they feel. I've never been comfortable being that kind of person or speaking that way of making everything, especially just kind of talking in general to people, hmm. um, that every single thing has to somehow connect to a religious thing. But then I guess that, that also wouldn't be me telling my story. So when you say story, you mean the significant events of my life that have shaped me, which would not include me going to the gas station unless something Dramatic can happen. So you're talking about your story, the way that we construct stories to um, explain how we got to be where we are. 
Well, right. although although I really like your point, and maybe we should just divert and just spring onto that because that's actually a really interesting idea. Because I think that there is, I have I have met a lot of people who are like that. You know, who who insert the amen or the acclamation of who Jesus Christ is or God or, or the Spirit is into every single element of their life, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, and yet uh, they. There is a certain level of it where I just I actually do question it as well whether it's it's actually uh, authentic. Well, I don't question whether they're authentic because no, I, I don't I'm feel not, I have a right to do whether, that. I know I wouldn't be if I were to do it. No, it's not. That's yeah, what I, I, know. I can see what you're saying about whether whether they're being authentic in, in their motivation behind it. They may be right. absolutely sincere about it, but whether it, for me whether it actually is living an authentic life is whether the language is demonstrating that because i think that there are there's this kind of like need to reaffirm christ inside everything that we're doing right and so i'm asking myself when a person's doing this and i'm talking about somebody's doing this at a a very excessive rate because even you notice that jesus in his stories uh he is not even mentioning the father every other word right he's talking about you know there was once a sower. He doesn't say, and people, should you say amen straight away? Everybody said amen straight away. It's just there's a, there are some people who do this. So when you talk level. about what part of our story mm-hmm. we'd be most comfortable sharing, are you alluding more to the fact that all of us have parts of our stories that are uncomfortable because maybe they, they involve things that we don't want to talk about? Or do you mean, would we be comfortable with the idea of talking about them in a religious sense, like indicating that God is part of our story? Which thing would be the, the cause I, of the discomfort? I think, I think that you've got to think about Paul being a person who nobody wanted to hear a thing from him because he was a persecutor, right, of right. all the Christians. And suddenly he has this, this experience. 13 years later, he's writing this letter to the Christians in Rome, telling them, look, I need to tell you about my story, about this Jesus mm, that I know. So his story would be shameful in that he's mm. been this terrible person mm-hmm. and yet and yet he's seen the incredible transformative power of who god is well and that's the only thing that makes his story compelling also yes. is the fact that although and, again that's another thing it's one of those <laughs> all too familiar tropes of the story where you have to have just been down in the gutter and you know i had a lot of those when i was a teenager oh, we, yeah. would, we would have speakers who always had to come and tell us about you know they usually had gone to prison and they'd been drug runners for big Colombian cartels, and you know they they just kind of hit rock bottom. And the oh, very you're in a pretty dangerous place. Yeah. Just, no, okay. no. I mean, okay. they they brought the people to us. <laughs> all right, all right. They're traveling um, converted people right. who who do this, and you know they're good stories, but I don't know. I mean, not everybody's story is like that. I think we all do have good stories, and I think the key is maybe to figuring out what yours is, of. Well, and I think that's actually something that's really important as well, is that not everybody does have that kind of uh, huge journey experience in this way, and yet there are many people who are following Jesus in a very deep and meaningful way as well that I think needs to be remembered. Well, and I love this line in the, the passage from the message that I just read, you are who you are through this gift and call of Jesus Christ. You know, um, that's just fantastic. I think we often don't think that much about the gift of who we are, mm-hmm. of our identity. And that that comes through, I mean, we know that it comes through God, but, and even the, the last line after that, um, the generosity of God, mm-hmm. I think that's a nice way of putting it. We know God is generous, but often that's not how he's presented. It's not the first 
attribute that you that you hear. I like that. I think Paul. I think Paul is, um, and I, I mentioned this a little bit in the Daily Walk. If you haven't read the Daily Walk, I really, I want to encourage you to read the Daily Walk and spend some time inside there as well. Not just listen to our podcast, but uh, but engage yourself. Yeah, inside the written as well. part is totally different yeah, from this talking. Yeah, this is just bit. us uh, dialoguing a little bit, reflecting a little bit more on the text itself. But in the actual written section of the Daily Walk, we talk a little bit about the fact that Paul would have dictated the letter, and the person writing sometimes could have engaged and become kind of a co-author with them but in this case here it was it really is Paul's own thoughts that he's sharing here inspired by the spirit to kind of articulate this with passion and this kind of thing that I think Eugene does a really good job in the message to kind of share this kind of like uh, this is who this God is that to leads to this life this glorious obedience that I want to be able to to be part of and receive this gift that he wants to be called to and I think that's actually a, a real challenge for us to be able to find that moment. Okay, so what are we asking people to think about? Well, I think we're I think we're asking people I think we're asking people to remember as best as they can a moment to be able to not let a moment pass by. Do you remember um, in England years ago, before just before we moved uh, out here, where we had that situation where there was this guy who I had invited to church, and then I had invited him back like a month later. And when I was selling the car, he came outside and he was drunk, and and he tried to in, uh, engage helping me to sell the car. Oh, house. what I remember is that he asked why you hadn't invited him back. Yeah, and he was sitting in the house. You were mortified by that. I, I was. I was pretty mortified by that. And so I kind of vowed to myself, I made a covenant to myself that I would never let another moment pass by if there was an opportunity to share the story of who Jesus is in my own life. And I'm talking about not this kind of vulnerability that you just, you talk about a, a, a veneer, but actually if there's a moment to talk authentically about your own walk, about how God has changed us. And, and you know, I'm not a drug dealer from Colombia or anything like this, but there are moments where God does change us all the time. And that's worth sharing. And I think we have those parts of the story that we can share. And if we could have the courage today to share that with somebody, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, so okay. I want to encourage you to do that. Until then, we'll see you and we'll connect with you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, live life. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live life.